This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. We once again thank you for tuning in and listening to the Warning Radio program, a ministry of World Ministries International and Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Today, we will continue where we left off yesterday with Reverend Adaya Hansen continuing her message, The Burning Ones. This message was shared with the WMI staff and families at their weekly Sabbath service. We will now continue where we left off yesterday. You know, many years ago, there was an accusation against me. It was horrible. It was very horrible. And it was coming from people that I even lived with. That accusation caused a split. No one believed me. One person died with, the, with that kind of accusation still. I was not vindicated and a person died without knowing the truth. It was so bad it spread across. It was ugly. I was deserted, I was abandoned. Nobody wanted to be with me because of an accusation. And I said, Lord, that you may vindicate me. Lord, when will justice come to pass? Because you know me, you were there, you know everything. There's nothing hidden from you, you know. Lord, you know. Do you know what happened? I was thrown in the fire, I learned to be quiet. I did not defend myself. I did not. And if you know Jesus, when he was in front of the people who were going to crucify him, did he answer? When Jesus says, learn from me, you better learn from him. Because why? When you learn from him, there's a way out there. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He will provide the way. You do not answer such accusation. You do not answer. I did not answer those people. I've never answered till this day. And I said, Lord, that you would vindicate me. That Lord, that you would avenge me. I lost my father in that process. My father died with that accusation still on him. And I said, if he made it in heaven, which I know he did because the Lord came and there's a prophet that came through the doors during his wake. And he said, I have seen your father and he has been clothed with a garment that has no blemish. He made it. But I know when he made it, he found out that my daughter was innocent. But the people who did the accusation spread it all across the place. And I said, Lord, that you will vindicate me. It took years. It has taken years. You know, it reached a point I was like, Lord, why didn't you just kill him? But that was my anger speaking. But if you learn and you read the book of Psalms on how David handles such matters, 
when such things happened, he went before the presence of the Lord and said, Lord, for thou art, O Lord, art my shield, my glory, and the lifter of my head. You are the horn of my salvation. And he will exalt your horn like the horn of a unicorn. Other version says the wild ox, for he has anointed me with fresh oil. Now you let God be your justice because you're still in the fire. Let him vindicate you. Let him justify you. Because at the end of it all, you emerge as a burning person and the people will see because you'll be a burning and a shining light. And the people who accused you, they will see. Sometimes he will do nothing to them, but he will have them stay long so that they see. And the Bible says that Lord, that he sh that the book of Revelation said, he showed the people from the synagogue of Satan that he has loved me. That's what the book of Revelation says. He will show the people from the synagogue of Satan that you have loved me. So in the presence of the accusers, the Lord will show himself mighty and strong and he will show them that he is my beloved and he is my son. So this word son represents men. We're talking about both men and women. They are sons before God. When the Bible speaks about uh, the creation is waiting for the sons of God to be made manifest. They're not talking about men like a male person. The sons of God are people who have the spirit of God within them. They stand for God. They are for God. These are men and women are called sons in the kingdom. It's not about male and female here. Amen. And you also have to realize the sons of God, these are mighty people. Because when the case of Job was in the courts of heaven, it says, and the sons of God had a meeting with God and Satan was among them, the sons of God. These are creation that work and minister to God, for God, with God. They're called sons. And the creation are waiting for these people. And the sons of God are, are, are going to be the people that will burn with his fire. They will burn. Because they would have come out. They will emerge being purged of things that would have hindered his life to flow through him. Like if, if the things that, will, that usually causes the life of Christ not to flow in you because there are things there it says the book of psalms 23 says he restores my soul how does he restore he fixes you and heals you and purges the things that are causing his life not to flow him as the shepherd restores your soul when you are restored by him who's the good shepherd and also he's the one that baptizes with fire now this fire will deal with demonic Attachments, emotions that have been soiled, hurt, dealings with the mind, talking about stronghold, memories. You know, the soul is the will, the mind and the emotion. And Jesus said he restores the soul. So he restores all these three entities. He restored the mind. He restored the emotions of the person to be aligned with his emotion and the will to be aligned with his will. That's why I find people that are speaking in tongues, but still they got issues. They need the fire. They speak in tongues day and night, but you look at them, they're beat up so bad. They need the fire. In the book of Isaiah chapter 4, 
verse 4 to 5, it says, When the Lord, see, Isaiah was talking about also the coming days to come. Now, he said, When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the blood of Jerusalem from her midst by the spirit of judgment and by the spirit of burning. Then the Lord will create above every dwelling place of Mount Zion and above her assembly a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For all, for over all the glory, there will be a covering. Here you see how Jesus will clean his church and purge us through the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning. Now the spirit of burning is what shall cleanse us. And he shall, he shall send his messenger angels who are fiery angels. If you know, you have heard of angels who are flames of fire. That verse that says angels being spirits and ministers, that's what it comes from. There are angels who are covered with flames of fire. And there are people who are covered with flames of fire. These two are ministers of God. These are sons of God. For the people who deal with demons, they have to be clothed with the garment of fire. They need that. Because they're, they're entities. Jesus had spoken about casting out demons. He said, you shall cast out demons. If you read the book of Ephesians, but they're a dimension and kingdom and thrones that this ones, you wrestle with them. You don't cast them out. Demons, you cast out. But these other ones in Ephesians talks about you wrestle with them. It talks about powers. Spiritual wickedness in high places. You're talking about principalities. You see, these are the fallen angels. These ones, they are in ranks. He said, you wrestle against them. But the demons, these are the foot soldiers. You cast them out. Now, after Jesus came from the wilderness, it says he returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news about him spread through the whole region. After coming from the wilderness, he returned in the power of the Spirit. So after the wilderness, after the trials and the temptations and all this purging stuff, now you shall return in the power of the Spirit. The power of the Spirit is what causes them now to be the burning ones. They burn. They are burnt with the fire of the Spirit. Smith Wilgosworth used to say that he is a minister of the flame of fire. This guy would walk into a plane. There's a train and there are people there and some of them are full of demons and the demons will just go, yeah, he has done nothing. He has done nothing. He just entered into a place because the fire is so evident. He doesn't have to speak because he's clothed with fire. There are people like that. They just enter into a room. The first thing you see somebody falling off their seat with their legs up. Why? There's a reaction. The person is clothed with fire. I, I was telling Gabe the other day, when somebody has been in the fire for too long and tarried in prayer and prayer and prayer, the person in the spirit, it looks like the person is covered with fire. Even if they're walking in the streets, people will be able to tell. Not the people with the physical eyes, but spiritual eyes will see the person. Because the person walks and the person is just covered with fire. You just see like flames, like, like that. And those people are traced. They know. They're known. They are known. They are known. 
in the realms of the spirit, they are known. And that's why sometimes Satan will try to look for other ways to get them because they're burning and the demons cannot get close because the fire is too much. They can't get close to whisper anything. They can't get close to sow anything. So the devil will try to look for other ways to cause the person's burning, the fire, to come down like so once the fire is going down, guess what? Then then he jumps in. Because if you read the book of Leviticus, it says there was a there was a command that the fire should keep burning. The book of Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13 says the fire must be kept burning in the altar continuously. It must not go out. If you read the book of Isaiah chapter 6 when he had the encounters with the Lord and with the seraphims. So he was just walking around about and suddenly, boom, here they are. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And the guy just was like, oh boy, I'm done for. That's what he said. He said, woe unto me for I'm a man of unclean lips and I come from people of unclean lips. He dreaded, he feared. Those kind of angels, those kind of seraphims, those are the ones that are coming to purge the church. Those are the ones that are coming to purge the church. They're called the spirit of burning. Seraph means the spirit of burning. So that angel took a coal of fire with a tongue and then purged his mouth. And he said, your iniquity has been taken away and you have been purged. You have been purged. This is something you have to constantly ask for. I said, Lord, I need your baptism of fire. I need you to come and purge me. You have to tell them you have been in this situation for too long. You have been frustrated for too long. You have had demonic attacks for too long. You have had demonic memories for too long. You have had a recurring sin, like a sin that just keeps coming back and forth. You keep repeating the same thing no matter what you do. It's not going away. That Lord, come. Now, I'm almost done here. If you read the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 1, he said, when Solomon had made an end of praying. So when he prayed, he said, Lord, come into your resting place. What happened is when Solomon had finished praying, he said, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house. When the first thing comes, you ask, then the fire comes and consumes. So you become consumed with the fire. And after the fire has come and consumed you, now the glory of the Lord will find rest in you. Now the glory of the Lord will find rest. It will stay there. This is, you know, this is a representation. You see how the temple, how the temple, how Solomon dealt with the temple is how we are now the temple. Not a physical, but we're spirit, that we are temples now. Now, if you look at it, this is like a blueprint. It's like a method of how, how the Lord comes and rests into a person. He said, now, Solomon said, now come into your resting place. There's asking. And then God responded by releasing his fire. And then after the fire, then the glory came. So after the fire, now the glory of God comes and find rest. And it is the glory of God that causes the people to walk in flames of fire. These angels are in the presence of God day and night. And all they do is holy, holy, 
holy is the Lord, and they are filled with flames of fire. When you stay in the presence of God for long, you are clothed with the garment of fire. Now, this fire will cause a deep cleansing and they'll bring the death of many things in your life that are not supposed to be there. Every seed that the Father did not sow in your life. And another thing is the axe is laid upon the root. And number three, Jesus is the one who killeth and he's the one who maketh alive. When he comes, he kills things in your life and makes and brings to life the things that he had pertained in your life to work with him, for him, and minister unto him. Now, before the harvest, there will be the purification. There shall come a purification of his people. I had a dream once. It was more like a vision. It was on a Saturday morning. And there I saw a field. It looked like a wheat field. And then there was a man walking. Because I know him, I know, I know who he was. And I was just looking at him. And he said, are you going to help me? It was a field. The harvest was ready. And he asked me, are you going to help me? I said, yes. Yes, Lord, I will. And then suddenly there was a being that was floating in the air. It was a big person and he had like wings like that way. And he was hanging on the air. He looked like a masculine person. And the Lord also was lifted from the ground. And what happened, there was a switch. He went away and the being was left there. Now Jesus is the Lord of the harvest. A friend of mine who has a very deep relationship with Jesus. Now Jesus came and told her. He came in form of the Lord of the harvest and said the harvest is ready. And he said he was looking for people. He said the streets are empty. I can't find them. He's looking for the laborers. Because of the harvest is ready. Some, uh, some few weeks ago, in my sleep, I was taken out of my body. When I was taken out of my body, I started going upwards. And there waiting for me were coals of fire. And something, my hand was dipped in the coals of fire. And once I did that, I went all the way up and I could see a satellite view of the earth. And there were specks of light burning from different parts of the internet. The, not the internet, how do you call it? Whatever, continent, said internet. So over there, here and there, you could see, pop, pop. They're just popping, pop, 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 pop. And I looked at it and I was like, what's going on? Oh, okay. And then we started descending. I was like, oh no. Mm -mm. I was like, mm -mm. I'm not, mm -mm. I don't want to go there. And I, I thought, you know, you know what my thought was. But out of there, I saw people coming out and there was a tunnel. And you could see at the end of the tunnel, it looked like, looked like flames, flames. And then people were coming out. They were coming out of the tunnel that had flames. They were coming out. And then I heard another one. Let me give you the other one, the last one. I'm not going to show you everything. The last one. Now, the last one, I found myself, I was sleeping. And then, boom, out of my body again, I found myself in a class. And I was sitting down. And I was standing right. I was sitting down, and there was a teacher. 
and I was trying to look at the teacher and I was trying to see if there are other people in there. Suddenly a door opened and I started being pulled backwards like that. And I was like trying to resist. I said, oh, I know who it is. So I let go. So I was pulled backwards and suddenly I was taken on top of a wall and there were coals of fire. And the person, I could not see the person, but I could feel the person. And I was taken, I was passed through the coals of fire. And I was passed through the coals of fire. And then after the fire, I found a king seated down on a throne with a crown on his head. And then I was placed right in front of him. And I was waiting for him to speak to me. So I waited. And then there was another one that, you know, the funny thing is they don't hurt. You could feel the heat, but it doesn't hurt. Same way the Hebrew boys, it didn't hurt them. They probably felt the heat, but it didn't hurt them. So what happens is they're purged. The things in the life of the person are purged. They're cleaned and purged. Because I, I had a lot of baggage. I had a lot. And the Lord has been taking through the process of purging. He takes me through the coals of fire. It has happened more than three or four times. There's a time I, able to see, I could tell the Holy Spirit came in form of a man, but he didn't have a face. And then this time, when he dipped me in the fire like that, no fire started spreading all around the place. What happened is, suddenly, there was a dragon that appeared right in front of me. It was big, huge, and it had his wings, and he was patting like that. And then you could see the smoke, and he was angry. So I stood there. Because the person was behind me that dipped me, in the, dipped me in the coals. And then the fire was starting to spread. And I was happy because I was like, is this revival or what is this? And then this, it just emerged from nowhere. This dragon, it was as huge, I don't know as how many houses together. And I was looking at it, I was like, uh-oh. I said, Lord Jesus, I called that to him. Because <laughs> I knew, I was like, I think I'm toasted here. But the funny thing is, I was already placed through fire. And I was, standing, I was like, I'm going to be all confident. But then I called his name. What happened is a person appeared. And then the person changed into somebody in an amber. It was a, a person came with the garment, linen. And then another person came who, who had armor, the helmet, breastplate, everything. And then he lifted his sword like this. And I stood behind the person. And then the dragon went like that and retreated. That's how the dragon left. When you're in a place of fire, we'll talk about this another day. I'll end that way. Because when I start talking about these things, I talk about my experiences. And when I look at the Bible, they're so real. When Isaiah was able to stand and this seraphim came with coals of fire to purge his mouth. In heaven, there's an altar with coals of fire. James, you're going to experience that. It's coming. It's coming. Yours might be sooner than anybody else. So I'm going to pray to end the message. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. Lord, we wait for you. We wait for you with humility and so much wanting. Because we say we cannot do this without you. Father, 
how can be how can we be effective witnesses when you have not purged and cleansed us, Lord? Lord, how can we represent you in your fullness, Lord? When we have things that drag us down and we cannot be able to flow the, how you want us to flow because, Lord, there are things in our lives that are pulling us down. You said if we ask you, if we call on you, you will answer. And if you ask you, Lord, you will do it. Thank you, Lord. I see you. I see you. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you permission that you will intervene in our lives right now. I pray, Holy Spirit, with your fire, Lord, come. Come, Lord. Come into your resting place. Come. Lord, come. Lord, you know the hearts of men who are open. You know them. I don't know them. You do. You know the ones who are here and who listen later, whose hearts are open to your authority, to your purging. You know them. I pray, Lord, that you may identify them right now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.